Hey everyone and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh podcast. So today's episode has come to my brainwave, brain length, brain power. I don't sound like I have much brain power. I think I haven't had caffeine yet. So that's, it's in relation to what's kind of going on with the amount of people that are going to communions, confirmations, that are the biggest money making rackets of all time, in my opinion. But genuinely, it's um, a lot of people are kind of getting their heads around communions, confirmations, and the amount of them that they're having with their kids, their nephews, their nieces, whatever it may be. So what's generally happening at these events and stuff is overeating is happening. And that's completely normal. We all do it. I don't know any one person in this earth that hasn't ever overeaten. But I think the big thing that I'm trying to remove from what people are doing is trying to, by rather than berating yourself, or try to take up drastic measures to restrict yourself, we need to look at what can we do in order to take steps after maybe eating that a little bit more. And one of the big things that kind of happens when people are at these events is they've masses, they've kind of really, really restricted themselves leading into the event. And then what happens is they over they overspend or they overindulge because they've restricted themselves. But if they had done as normal by having those regular meals, or the main thing that I would always focus on is being present at that event and being present at the meal. So I'll talk about it in a second, but one of the big things. So three three steps that I really, really help. There may be four or five that come into my head, but three come to my head immediately. So one of the big things that kind of happens after we eat a little bit more than our potentially our body needs, right? The big question is how do you actually usually treat your body or talk to your body after you eat too much? Are you someone like many of my clients who beats themselves up and over it? Do you feel guilty or shameful for your eating your past your certain point of comfortable fullness? If yes, I think unfortunately this is very, very common. And it's been taught to you that kind of protective tool of insulting yourself or berating yourself before anyone else can kind of like a shame cycle that I am a bad person for eating past fullness I would say it's human so let me give you a fine example right so I was out for I brought my dad out on Saturday for a rugby match in Ireland and went out to it had a pint or whatever um of zero zero Guinness uh for me but and then we went we decided to we're going we're gonna go out for dinner afterwards and one of the things that I talk to my clients is, well, what's your intent before the meal? Is it to eat everything? Is it to be present? What do you value? All these kind of different things. So it was kind of like, I was looking at the menu. It was kind of like, I wanted two or three things. And I was kind of like, right, I'm actually just going to enjoy myself here. I'm going to be present. This is what I value more. I value spending time with my dad more and being present with my dad rather than worrying about kind of the food side of things. So what I decided to do was have a chicken, a small chicken wings for a starter and had a kind of a, a meat platter or a steak platter, like I think it was charcuterie board for a main and shared that with my dad. There was chips there and there was veggies there. Okay. So many people would have said, oh, you've overeaten. I was like, yeah, I did overeat. And they were kind of like, most people would think to themselves, I fucked up everything. It's like, have you fucked up anything? Your mindset's still the same? Have you derailed anything? Your still mindset's the same? But what I said to myself in that moment in time, I still have to use these tools of, right, I'm here with my dad. I want to be able to enjoy it. I want to be able to be present. And that's what I value more in this this time. It's not to be stronger. It's not to be physically fitter, all that kind of stuff. 
did I feel a little lethargic after the meal? I would say, yeah, there was a fair amount of food eaten. Felt a little bit of kind of like bloating afterwards, which is completely normal if you eat a larger amount of food. Felt a little bit, um, yeah, felt a little bit kind of bloated afterwards. And that, and that would be completely normal. But it happens. And that's me showing you that the pausing and thing that I have to, that I teach my clients to do is, is, is used by me, not only just talk to you guys. So in that moment in time, I remove the guilt, I remove the shame. I'm lucky enough that I don't, I've never really had that. I've never really been taught it. I've never really had comments about what I'm eating. But one of the things that happens at other meals, depends on who I'm with, kind of like, no, I'll just have a starter. Or, I'll, sorry, I'll just have a main rather than going for dessert. Or sometimes I'll have a main and dessert. But I know that that one meal is not going to derail me. That one meal is not going to stop me from where I'm going because I'm relying on the system. I'm not relying on my mood. What did I do the next day? Literally simply have my breakfast a little bit later on in the next day because I wasn't really hungry because there was a fair bit of food the night before. Simply just went for a walk to kind of lighten the mind literally went for a run to kind of get out and do something and relax for the day but it wasn't and got my shop in and got myself set up for the week so there wasn't much different from most of my Sundays it was just I had a little bit more eating on this on the Saturday but I valued it at that time I used that social experience as an experiment and kind of use the tools I talked to my clients about that I valued in that moment in time being present with my dad. It wasn't about my fitness goal or my um, or anything like that or my weight or anything like that. I don't really focus on my weight anyway. It's more how I feel mentally. But that was the main focus for me. Now that takes time. But and I ate past fullness. But I'm aware of what my fullness cues are. I just decided that I wasn't going to use them at that moment in time. So one of the big things is being in tune with what you value. Do you value social experience? Do you value social acceptance? Do you value social validation? Do you value being in the moment? Do you value just eating everything? Do you value drinking what's that extra drink going to bring for you what's that extra meal going to do for you what's that extra spoon going to bring for you that's big questions to ask so many people are on their phones while they're eating watching tv when they're eating and they're not even sure what their hunger cues are so the one thing that i would kind of look at is do you know when you're actually full and what that actually feels like one of the things is knowing what what that kind of fullness is and what your fullness cue is when I refer to kind of terms like overeating or eating too much, I'm pointing to the times where your trousers or your pants might feel that little bit tight after a meal or you ate past your comfortable fullness. So like that's kind of like Christmas dinner will be my gauge in my head when I think of fullness. And you might even feel that a little bit more like bleh, just a little bit more lethargic. But unfortunately, many of the people that I work with on a daily basis at the very, very beginning when they work with me is they have these reports of feeling guilty after having eaten too much and then takes the, ste- the steps back to exercise their way out of it, detox, themse- detox themselves way out of it, fast or cleanse after eating too much. But these are the wrong steps to take. So I think the three steps that we must take after eating too much are, are a few very, very important ones. There might be more than three. I can think three off the top of my head that I've written in front of me, but something may come to me as I kind of go along. So we need to break down these three steps after eating too much in a little bit more detail. 
The first one is reflect on the situation. So we can't learn from our actions unless we take the time to reflect on what happened. So you may have heard me speak before about awareness, about why do you do certain things? There's no point in just saying that I overeat because that that's not that's not thinking about the situation. You may not have the tools to think about it, but I do believe everyone, every single one of us understands why we do things. It's not just because. That's not a thinking. That's just being, here's a generic answer I'm going to throw out. But we can't unlearn from our actions if we don't take that time to reflect on what happened. So when you reflect on the overeating circumstances, you, you want to find yourself and ask yourself these few questions. Was I aware that I was eating past my full point of fullness? Did I mindlessly eat or overeat or was it a thoughtful choice? Did I eat too much because I thought I couldn't have this food again in the near future? Or was it because I was, I was really enjoying the taste of my food? Or what could I have done differently next time to avoid this uncomfortable feeling? So those questions again are, was I aware that I was eating past my point of, of comfortable fullness? Did I mindlessly eat or overeat or was it a thoughtful choice? Did I eat too much because I thought I couldn't have this food again in the near future? Was it because I was really enjoying the taste of my food? And what could I have done differently next time to avoid this uncomfortable feeling? So if I was to review my situation over the weekend, was I aware that I was eating past my point of full, comfortable fullness? Yes. Did I mindlessly eat, overeat, or was it a thoughtful choice? It was a thoughtful choice. Did I eat too much because I thought I couldn't have this food again in the near future? No. Was it because I was really enjoying the taste of my food? Yes. What could I have done differently next time to avoid this uncomfortable feeling? And my guess would be, I wouldn't have changed that experience. I am proud and I'm happy that my intent was being completely present with my dad, putting my phones away, etc. And being able to enjoy that meal and have a proper evening and afternoon with my dad and being able to be present with him so here's why these actual really really big important questions are really really important so the first one is what was i aware that i was eating past my fullness point or comfortable fullness what this allows you to do is it allows you to ask yourself this question and to see if you actually had a mindful experience did you use any mindfulness tools like checking with your hunger levels and fullness levels throughout the meal like if you took one if you had one plate of food and there's loads more left, did you check in and say to yourself, right, what's the next What's the next plate of food going to do for me that the last one didn't? What's the next plate of food going to do for me that the last one didn't? What enjoyment factor is the next one going to bring for me that the last one didn't? Next one is, did you, did you slow down enough to check in with yourself or is it just like scarcity mode? Everything must go in. If not, if not this is something to check in with yourself for the next time. If yes, what was the reason for eating too much? Point to the past of, of the, the past the point of full feeling. Was it a conscious decision? Because your food was tasty, although you may feel a little bit uncomfortable. Uh, that's great that you purposely made that decision with yourself. Next question is: Did I eat too much because I thought I couldn't have this food again in the near future? And I think a lot of people are going to resonate with this question in particular. If you mindfully decide to take the steps to keep keep eating past that moment of fullness let's we need to look at, at why so one really common thing of uncommon cause of for feeling food guilt and feeling guilty in general after eating too much is that you think you have eaten a forbidden food or a food that you categorize of as off limits so when we eat foods that we keep off limits carbs fats 
sugar, etc. We have a deprivation mindset or a diet mindset. And it's a lot more common to overeat when we think we can't eat that food again. And this is the classic kind of deprivation restriction cycle that I've talked about or that diet binge restrict cycle that people talk about. So if this is the case or this is the cause of eating past your point of fullness, it's important to end the restriction cycle after eating too much. And this means eat again and work on giving yourself permission to eat all foods. So you need to listen to the food rules episode or the last episode that was on relation to um, episode 359 in relation to improving your relationship with food. Because if you're not allowing yourself to have those foods during the week, guess what's going to happen? You're going to want them to have them more. It's just something to think about. So the next question you need to ask yourself is, was it because I was really enjoying the taste of my food? So what can happen sometimes after eating too much, you ask yourself and check in yourself, was it simply because you were enjoying the taste of food? And that's 100%, 100% normal and okay, especially if it's a holiday or you're out for a meal like I was. You're traveling, eating outside of your, your normal day-to-day life. But even if it, it, if it is in your day-to-day life, that's okay too. What we don't want is for you to feel uncomfortable after eating because who wants that? If it's happening all the time, there might be an issue. And that issue might be the logic going into it, the intent going into it. It's not that you've done anything wrong, but it also could be that it could be adding to your life. That it could be that it's not that the bloating feeling is adding to your life, but that feeling of going into the meal with, I want to be socially present. But eating too much at times happens to everyone. If it's a pattern for you, however, we want to get down to the actual root cause and nitty gritty of it. Because that's where sometimes a food journal and working with a nutritionist or someone who actually gives a shit can actually come in handy. Rather than getting this piece of paper that you're given from a PT saying, go eat this, not my problem now. That's unfortunately happening. I've had so many conversations the last two weeks with clients on welcome calls saying I've literally just been given a piece of paper and been told to go and have that. So if you actually had a food journal and pause and say, check in yourself, like, what do I actually want to have at this meal? What do I want? What do I want to have a starter, a main dessert and a drink? Or am I going to say to myself, right, what do I value? Is it all four? Or I feel like having a drink, so I'm just going to have a main with it. You need to figure out what your values are. If it's having all four, happy days and being present. Maybe it's a t- taking a day away from counting calories. If you need to take more and more days away from counting calories, maybe counting calories isn't the best tool for you. If it's adding to your life, maybe having a look at the meal beforehand and saying, right, this is what I'm going to have. And you have your intent there and it's adding to your life. It's not you taking pictures of your food. It's not you entering data into your into your phone at the meal. It's doing it beforehand. That could help as well. But if it's a more intuitive approach, using a food journal could help you and saying, right, how do I feel beforehand? Okay, I really feel really hungry. It's kind of like, well, why do you feel really hungry? Because you haven't eaten for hours. So there's a tool, there's a tweak that you could be making. You could be eating normally before your dinner rather than having a very, very long gap in between your meals. That could reduce the chances of feeling that over overeating, past comfortable feeling that you are feeling right now. So another question you need to ask yourself, what could I have done differently next time to avoid this uncomfortable feeling? And that is a really, really big question to reflect on. 
because if you're you need to reflect upon your overeating experience in general and it's to think forward instead of looking back it happened you ate too much but what can you do the next time to maybe reduce the chances of this feeling you're sitting with right now eating too much can be uncomfortable and that's why i'm sharing my story and i shared it with a couple of clients over the week on their check-ins and they're kind of like oh i didn't realize you do it too i was like yeah, yeah I, I do it too and they're like this is really really helpful to see that you're using it putting it into practice and i'm putting these tools to you because we can learn and we can change but the big key is the awareness of why we're doing things and the intent behind it so how can we reduce the chances of this occurring in the future you can eat more mindfully checking in with yourself halfway through a meal you can pause between forkfuls maybe you can drink some water in between your drinks you can get some leftovers and bring them home with you and giving yourself to have that permission you can work on that mentality what you're going into it with by not having any food all day just to have that meal in the evening that's not going to work you could look at your mindset of are you restricting all your calories during the week just to have this meal that's never going to work really and it's a big big thing is that you can try to get in touch with your hunger cues and these are all mindfulness techniques that can really really help clients and it takes practice there will be times that you fall but i always talk about intuitive eating and learning how to eat and learning how to honor your hunger like learning how to walk there will be times you fall but the difference when you're a kid learning how to walk is you get up and go again you don't beat yourself up about it you've done nothing wrong you're learning you're rewiring a mindset for yourself and this takes time but what makes that journey longer is this belief system that you cannot fail that you need to be in control with the food's in control at the minute that's a hard sentence for people to hear if the anxiety around food when you're out for meals the food is in control but instead if you check in yourself to take a dig, big deep breath in before your meals the communions the confirmations that are happening at the moment check in yourself saying right what do i want to do I want to be present. I want to be able to enjoy these things. So how would I manage a communion if I was someone who was potentially struggling with um, the relationship with food? What I would do is I would eat as normal throughout the week. I would eat as normal that day, have my normal breakfast, maybe bring a couple of snacks in a bag or your pocket or whatever it may be coming up to it. And then I would have my the meal or a plate of food and check in on myself saying, right, Am I full? Am I full here? Am I hungry here? Um, do I need to have more or do I want to have more or do I get to have more? Now, neither of those are wrong what your next step is. But if you don't have that pause, it's very hard to find that kind of introspection that you actually need and that reflection tool of like what's going forward. What can kind of not aid this is alcohol. Alcohol kind of changes our inhibitions a little bit. It's the same thing with alcohol. What's the next one going to do for you? What's the next one going to do for you? And it's cool if you want to go out and have a few drinks. But then the next day is going to be a little bit harder for you. But it's not going to be harder if you have a system. So how would I manage it? I would pause after your first plate and say, all right, do I need another plate? Am I happy enough with what I'm having right now? What's the next one going to do for me that the, that the last one didn't? I would have a plan for the next day and say, all right, I'm going to go for a walk. Doesn't matter how I'm feeling, I'm just going to go for a walk. I'm going to get my food shop in and get back to my regular meals. If you're counting calories, maybe saving, if you're on, say, 1,800 to 2,000 calories a day, 
a range is better. So it's way off of working off a weekly calorie average, like money, weekly budget. So I would always say a safe kind of number to go off if you're counting calories is 10% to bank for the weekend. So it's bringing the things down to maybe 1800 for the week. But if you're on 1200 and you're trying to bank calories again, you're asking for trouble, in my opinion. But if you're 10% is a pretty safe amount, that means that gives you about 1200 extra calories to enjoy yourself over the weekend and still fit in your your food, your enjoyment, your drinks, and still be able to get with your goal on a general basis. But it's about removing that, it's bringing in that awareness and removing and bringing in perspective and removing that emotional element and emotional attachment of I've derailed everything. You haven't derailed anything if your mood is still the same, if your reaction is still the same. If your mindset around food is still the same, derailing is is always going to happen because it's your mindset is the issue. Your mindset is derailing you, not you. It's your mindset. It's the lack of awareness and the inability to see perspective and, re- and remove that emotional attachment to things, which is hard hitting, but it's the truth. The second one I would look at is make plans to gently move your body. So depending on the time of the day of your overeating experience, you may be able to feel better if you gently move your body. This includes getting a walk in, stretching, yoga, going for a cycle, going to the gym, whatever it may be. But it's not about undoing things. That's the big difference. This could help to get your blood flowing, could help to get some air, relief, take your mind off things, as your, and it helps with your digestion. So as your body starts to digest that food you ate, you'll begin to feel a little bit better, that bloating will reduce. And some movement will help you to get that kind of like, yeah, just help that bloating and uncomfortable. So the next question you're going to ask me is what happens if it's at nighttime? So maybe going for a light walk afterwards. Sometimes when, particularly when I'm on holidays, I'll always go for a walk after dinner. In Ireland, it might not be the same. In the UK, it might be not the same because of the weather. But maybe some light stretching could help you. Maybe it's saying, all right, go for a light walk. Or maybe it's just kind of maybe getting a glass of water into your body. Eating too much may interfere with digestion and maybe interfering with your sleep. But it could be better because if you think about it, you're going from a really, really full stomach or your, your stomach is like a bag. It's really, really full. And if you lie down straight away after coming back, What's going to happen is that's going to sit there and it's not going to be able to digest. You'll feel a little bit more bloated and a little bit more lethargic. So what other things can you do? Eat a balanced meal the next time you feel a little bit hungry. Too many people will go with the mentality of I'm not eating anything ever again. I know that's a dramatic sentence, but it happens. They go, I'm going to be good now, but I'm being good means I'm going to restrict. But the next time you feel hungry, have a regular meal. So say if you've overeaten in the evening with going out for dinner or whatever it may be, and it's aligned with your values, you've paused, you're still feeling a little bit more bloated, you wake up the next morning, what's your intent? Is your intent to restrict or is your intent to get back to what had been working for you beforehand? So maybe it's about getting a walk-in. Maybe it's going for a coffee and getting a walk-in. Maybe it's you're still feeling a little bit, little bit full. It's 10 or 11 in the morning. All right, I'm going to have some light breakfast and I'm going to see how I feel then. It's about eating. It's about getting back to your normal eating pattern. It's about getting into your back to your normal eating pattern. That could be anything that you want. 
So think protein, carbs, veggies, fats, fruit. It will help to keep your energy steady. It will help to normalize that feeling. It will help to normalize the new eating pattern that you're bringing in. Skipping your meals has never really worked for you, if I'm being honest, for most people. So the next time that you eat past that point of comfortable fullness, use these steps. So those steps again are are really, really important are you need to make sure that you reflect on the situation. Okay, that's a really, really, really big one. You need to reflect, be aware. Make plans to do something the next day or move your body by going for a walk. Not to undo anything, not to burn amount of calories. If your intent is to run it off or run it out of you, it's the wrong intent. It's just to move your body. Celebrate being able to move it. One hot meal, one meal does not make a hot summer. And then get back to your normal eating routine of eating balanced meals the next day. So there's three things that I will help you during this confirmation season, communion season. It will help you in general. And I do think that if you save this episode and kind of go to it a little bit more, I do think it will help you. So there will be times that it doesn't go according to what you intended to at the beginning. And that's completely normal. But if you pause and say before you're going out for your meal, what, what, what's my value here? I value being able to be present with my family or I be present with whoever I'm going out with or whatever it may be. Or is it that I value I'm going to eat everything under the sun because I've restricted myself all week just to have this and I'm going to feel guilty afterwards. See the, the, see the, the difference in intent? See the difference in everything really? The language? One's going to end up in beratement or berating and one's going to end up in freedom. Like all I say about my clients is I don't really care about the progress pictures. They're all amazing. They're great for marketing for me. But if someone leaves me with a better relationship with food and dropping food guilt for the rest of their lives, everyone wins. And that's more important to me. So the big thing that you need to look at is what's your intent going into these meals? What's your plan going into these meals? What's your plan going out of these meals? Now, this might seem a lot of overwhelm in your brain right now about what to do. But be kinder to yourself. Get some movement in. What's your intent? And get back to a normal eating pattern as soon as quick, as soon as possible. It's easier to do than you think. Will there be times where you, you may not do it according to what you said? Yes. But there are also times that you mess up at work. There are also times that you mess up with your kids. There's also times that you mess up in your relationships. It's what makes us human. But this whole thing of I, I need to be perfect is one sure way of avoiding what you actually need to do. But most people aren't aware of what their needs are, unfortunately. They're very good at giving their needs to everyone else, but not enough to intention and on themselves. So they don't know what their needs are. They don't know what they value. And that's going to be hard hitting for some people. Like if I was to ask you right now, what do you value? Most people will say their family. Okay, so your family is really, really important. So if you're out going out for a meal, what's more important? Are you eating for weight loss, which isn't a thing? Or are you eating for enjoyment? Are you eating to be present with your family? What's your intent going into it? And more often than not, people will say, I'm going to eat to, be, to enjoy time with my kids. Okay, brilliant. So what do you want to have when you're going out for your meals? Or, and they're like, I don't know. It's like, okay, cool. So what's the plan for the next day? 
and like I'm just going to go back to normal. It's like perfect. But it's ta- it's that forward thinking. It takes time. It takes brain power at the beginning. I'm not going to say it's going to be pretty. I'm not going to say it's not going to take a bit of bandwidth. But if you're coming from someone who's a yo-yo dieter or an emotional relationship with food or a restricted mindset around food or that all or nothing mindset around food, there has to be a little bit of you need to look at your mindset. You need to look at your behaviors. You need to look at your reactions to things. And there will be uncomfortableness. But uncomfortableness needs to leads to discovery or discomfort leads to discovery. Being unaware leads to staying where we are. Intent leads to mass destruction more often than not restriction leads to mass destruction and awareness is basically the key to a lot of the things that we do if we understand why we do something we'll be able to tweak it so hopefully that episode has helped if it has helped you please do tag it up on your story share with a friend leave a comment send me a dm send me a message if you've enjoyed it leave a review up on itunes or on spotify so i really do hope you've enjoyed this episode 